0: There are the joyful agains, our children shout on the swings, the exhausting agains of cooking and laundry, and the difficult agains of discipline. So much of what we do as mothers is on repeat. So what if we woke up with clarity, knowing which agains we were called to, and went to bed believing we are faithful in what matters most? We believe God's word is the key to untangle from the confusion and overwhelm we feel. Let's look up together to embrace a motherhood full of freedom and joy. Thanks for joining us for this special holiday edition of the Again Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Hickox, and today I'm joined by two of the amazing Dio ladies. Emily is here with her lovely daughter, Evelyn. Because Evelyn is quite the chef, she's a blessing to her mother every day, of course, but we would love to hear how she comes alongside Her mother to make special Thanksgiving traditions. I'm also including my daughter Adeline to share with you her favorites. Today we're covering our favorite Thanksgiving recipes, a few inexpensive ways to decorate your table, how to bring your children along not only in the celebrations but in the preparation for Thanksgiving, a fun new tradition we've started in my family, and a favorite scripture we use as a devotion. We're including our recipes in the show notes. So if we make you hungry, you know where to find all of that information. Evelyn, I've heard for a long time about your famous marinara and other recipes that you make. And I'm so sad that you moved across the country because I was pretty excited to try some of your creations But recently, your mom posted a picture of these beautiful pumpkin cinnamon rolls, and I would love to hear more about how you made them. They were amazing.
1: Yeah, so all you're going to need is a package of the pre-made dough for the cinnamon rolls and the frosting, um, some baker's twine, and then cinnamon sticks, but make sure the cinnamon sticks are cut in half, otherwise they would be too long. You're going to start by putting some parchment paper on a baking sheet, and you're just going to lay the pumpkins on top for now. Then you're going to take your baker's twine, and you're going to cut into three different sections, and you're going to create a star pattern by laying them on cross. And then you're going to put your pumpkin on top of that star pattern you've made.
2: Your cinnamon roll.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to tie the twine around the cinnamon roll to create your six different sections creating your little pumpkin shake. You're going to put your cinnamon stick on top and then just bake it like normal and then you are going to take them out of the oven and just let them cool for 10 minutes while you clean off the kitchen and then go ahead and cut that twine while it's still a little bit warm but not completely cooled and then you're going to just take your frosting and I melted mine a little bit so it wasn't as thick, and I just drizzled it on top and sprinkled my cinnamon on top, and that was, it. It was super easy. Adeline, doesn't that sound delicious? Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know what I was so impressed by? Not only is she creative, but she's really responsible. Did you hear how she said use those 10 minutes to clean up the kitchen?
1: Good job, Evelyn, for cleaning up. I am getting better to cleaning my but it's tricky. It
0: can be tricky, especially when you're getting older and you have all those tiny pieces that you're setting up and making adventures
2: for your dolls.
0: Emily, does your family travel a lot for Thanksgiving or are you at home base?
2: It's looked different over the years. When the kids were small, we before they started school, we would travel always. We had no family around us. And so we were traveling for Thanksgiving and traveling for Christmas. And then as the kids got older, started school, they were in more activities, which just life shifted a little bit. And so we weren't able to travel for every holiday. So that usually meant for Thanksgiving. Specifically, we were home. And it was always for us a a rather quiet holiday, wasn't it? Yeah. Which was nice. It was peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. We just took our time and made our dishes and just enjoyed the day. And now we have moved and we are a little closer to family. So this Thanksgiving, we will have a lot of family around, which we're so excited for. It's all been in stages and it's just changed over the years. I can definitely
0: relate to that. We've had some seasons where we've had to adjust our routines for different reasons. I often go to my mother-in-law's house because her birthday is right around Thanksgiving It's really special to be with her, but then I also feel awful for making her work so hard around her birthday, making us this amazing meal. And even when her birthday is on Thanksgiving, she has such a beautiful servant heart. And I'm always so impressed how the food just seems to peacefully appear on the table. She's wonderful at preparing, and her routine is tried and true. And also, Um,
1: she has the same birthday as my baby cousin's. So I want to go to both, but it's kind of tricky which one I want to go to because they got the same birthday. Yes, our baby cousins were born on
0: the same day, so it's a pretty special yeah. day. And so I want to go to both. We try to find another day to celebrate them, right? Yes. A few years ago, we got sick and we needed to spend Thanksgiving on our own at home and it turned out to be really special. And the kids were starting to get a little bit older, and we developed a routine and a system where they each helped me make one dish. And I love it because instead of me feeling like I'm in the kitchen all day long missing out, I get to enjoy them individually. And they each feel so proud that they took part in making something for the family to enjoy. So, I plotted out and I tried to correspond it with things that were their favorite and that were at their ability level to make. And we were able to repeat it the next year. And each year they become more and more confident in the dish that they've been given. So I agree, Emily, there are different seasons and and different times where it's so special to be with extended family, but it can be really fun to just have a smaller intimate gathering at home with your immediate family and I'm thankful the Lord has given me different ways to enjoy each, but I really love the idea of bringing the kids along to take part in it, if possible.
2: It is so fun to bring them in when they're young, because then when they're older, it just happens, like second nature, if you bring them in when they're young. And I love hearing Adeline say that she samples the food. She's the <laughs> mashed potato taster. It's just so sweet. I am. I
0: am. That's something that you've always done. Evelyn, you've always helped. Yes. Can you remember some specific ways your mom brought you into the process when you were little?
1: Yeah. So mashed potatoes were always my job. Those are my thing. I always set the table from a few years now because mom has always been very creative about setting the table. So she's taught me her different things she does. So then during Thanksgiving, she lets me use those skills and create a pretty table.
2: And I, I would say, I don't know, maybe four years now she's been doing it on her own. So the first year she did it, I just stepped back. I told her what all she could use and let her be creative. And I had to hold myself back from interjecting. It wasn't the best the first year. <laughs> but she does a wonderful job. She also makes your little place cards you make.
1: Oh, yeah. I love to draw. So I like making little place cards for everybody.
0: That's great. My oldest, Lincoln, is quite an artist as well, and he does an amazing job of making place cards for us. And even if we're just having a family over for dinner, he loves to do that, and he's great at it. And how about you, Adeline? How do you like to decorate the table?
1: I love to put flowers on the table because it is beautiful. I love setting the table and put fancy
2: dishes. Mom, it's yep. so fun to use the fancy stuff, isn't it, Adeline?
0: hmm What are some common decor elements that you've used for your Thanksgiving table?
1: So mom has a really big collection of fun antique dishes. I love being able to mix and match those. She also has some really pretty silverware that's really fun. But my favorite is she has little napkin holders. She has some in leaves, some in pumpkins. And they're really fun to play around with and make different napkin folds. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, Eva always tries different napkin folds every year. So it's always so fun to see what she's going to try. And there's so many resources to find that on YouTube, Pinterest. There's so many great napkin fold fun things. That's so fun and a great
0: way to make it a little bit different each year. That's so creative of you. My boys really love to go and trim some of the greens from our bushes oh, yes. and then help scatter that on the table. That's and it's green, free. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll just buy a bag of cranberries and they're only a dollar or two and then just scatter those on the greens and then put some little tea lights. And that's been a really simple way that they can help and it's festive. Yeah. And we pretty. also can the candles. Yes, the candles. It's just pretty, right? Yeah. Yes, and sometimes you've done floating candles. And you definitely want to keep those centerpieces low when you have little ones so they can see across the table. I think it's time we heard about some of your favorite Thanksgiving recipes, Dio ladies. What are your top picks?
2: What would you say,
1: Abby? So I have two favorites that I always I'm super happy if we have leftovers because I will eat it for the week straight. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I like the left. I like the stuffing, the dressing. That is my favorite, and then the green bean casserole. But the green bean casserole has to have the like little fried onions on top. <laughs> so those necessary. are my favorite dishes for sure.
2: Those are always Evelyn's favorite. We. My favorite would be the sweet potato casserole. That's we always have that cranberry sauce. It's So good. And I've tried different recipes over the years, but I think the one we gravitate towards is it's a little bit of jello and then mixed with the cranberries and a little bit of crushed pineapple and a, a little some nuts. And that's always the one we gravitate towards, I think.
1: It's a really good, like, palate cleanser for in between little dishes. Yes. You know all the verbiage, Evelyn. I love it. (laughs) You're going to
0: have to send me those recipes so I can link them in the show notes. I'm getting hungry listening, aren't you, Adeline? Yes. (laughs) It sounds delicious. Adeline, can you tell what your favorite recipes are?
1: Favorite recipes are probably jello, and I love potato and marshmallow. Kestrel.
0: You have the sweet potato, casserole, and marshmallows, and that's what you help Mommy with, right? Yeah, I
1: help her also.
0: Mm-hmm. And you help with a little bit of everything.
1: Yes. Help. Aunt Amy made a matching apron. We love to wear them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got them on my birthday. Oh,
2: I love the matching
1: apron
0: idea. So fun. Do you remember the appetizer that we like to make that Ryder is really good at helping with? Oh, yeah. They're bacon-wrapped dates with goat cheese in the middle. Oh, He's so great at making them. As you're getting hungry, cooking in the kitchen to have a couple appetizers coming out.
2: I would love that recipe.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Everett, my son, is... He likes to make a fun charcuterie board for us as well and then to warm up some apple cider. And those just, yeah, they tied us over as the other things are finishing up. And it's been really neat to see what he creates. I think he made a big turkey. That's Uh, a great idea. You always need something to munch on while you're prepping. Because all the food just
1: makes you so hungry.
0: Yep. My oldest is my mashed potato guy. He loves them. And so he's excited to help with that.
1: I do, too.
0: Yep. Evelyn, do you have any tips for making them?
1: A lot of milk and butter makes them super creamy. And then salt and pepper to taste. My dad is always a taster because he loves mashed potatoes. And my dad also makes homemade gravy out of whatever sauce is left from the meat we're making that year. It's Mm -hmm. really good.
2: Yeah, he's
0: always the gravy guy. Yeah. That sounds excellent. I have to share this crazy story because it's one of my worst cooking moments. But a couple of years ago, it wasn't even Thanksgiving. It was actually when turkeys go on sale after Thanksgiving. And I think we had traveled for Thanksgiving. And so I thought, oh, well, I didn't make a turkey this year. So I'm just going to make kind of a mini Thanksgiving feast. And I was trying to put it all together. And it wasn't as peaceful of a process because I was just trying to squeeze it in. And I was attempting to pour the drippings from the roasting pan into a saucepan that was on the stove to make gravy, and I thought I was being so careful and just tipping, tipping slightly. And all of a sudden, the whole turkey just slid on the pan and it crashed onto the pan on the stove and tipped it over. And then there was like gravy and drippings all over my stove. And it was a good lesson. Ask for help. Just ask for that second set of hands to hold something when you need. Don't try to do it by yourself.
1: It's a very crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very crazy story.
2: But it is also very hard to get the drippings from the big roasting pan to the saucepan. It is yes. hard.
0: I should invest in a turkey baster. Adeline, you said that you love jello, and Grandma Karen makes a really special jello that we just Green. love. Yes. It's my favorite. I just love it. And she has a beautiful jello mold. So it's. A really pretty thing that if I don't have it on Thanksgiving, I'm like, mom, I missed your jello. <laughs> we use a lime jello and then you mix that with some orange juice and then cream Jeez. cheese and mandarin oranges. It's like the it's the thing you look forward to. Yes.
1: But- Grandma, she makes orange jello.
0: I think because we were so careful with food dyes for many years and we still try to avoid them as much as possible, but on Thanksgiving my kids know that mom will let them have a little jello, so I think that's why it's such a novelty. What about the desserts, Adeline? Do you have a favorite type of pie? Don't probably have a favorite because I like all of them. <laughs> yeah. That's a good answer. Because I am called Flavor Girl, but I will not eat an onion. A raw Mm -hmm. onion, but a cooked onion you will eat. But yes, yes, we call her Flavor Girl because she's very, she has culinary
2: adventure. (laughs) What is your favorite, Emily? Oh, my favorite pie. I like pecan pie Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving. But Evelyn, in the past, you've made us pies. You make yeah, I cherry, make oh, what, your cherry
1: cherry. Pie. and apple pies I make usually, mm-hmm. but pecan is my favorite, but I've never tried to make them before.
2: Boy. Maybe this year. Yeah, Have
1: yeah. you seen,
0: I haven't, I've made apple pies where I braid the crust and it's really pretty, but I saw one recently where you, like you spiral the apple slices and so they look like rosettes in the crust. It just looks absolutely gorgeous. So that's on my list of things to try at some point.
2: That's so cool. Are you trying it this year? We
0: are going to my mother-in-law's this year. Oh, okay. But I could offer to bring a pie. That would be, I should do that. Pies
2: are always wanted at Thanksgiving. 100%. (laughs) And homemade whipped cream. Yes. Yes. Yep. It has to be the real stuff. It has to be the real Uh, stuff. There's Mm -hmm. nothing like it.
0: My mom makes this incredible pumpkin pie with streusel on the top. Yeah. So it's, it's like a really walnut, good. brown sugar. It's so good. Because it's combining yeah. the benefit of the pumpkin pie with the pecan pie, basically. Yes. And so then you don't have to pick. You're just getting it.
2: Like the best and... of both worlds. For sure. Yes. It's pie world. so
0: good. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And I love that you can make pies in advance a little bit. Yes. So it, I think... You learn the tricks that, okay, this actually can be a peaceful process if we just map it out. But sometimes it takes a couple years. I'm making you hungry, Adeline. (laughs) No, talking makes me
2: hungry because (laughs) I power that thing. Oh, me too, Adeline. I'm so ready for Thanksgiving. Yes. But yes, the timing, that's one thing I was thinking as you were talking. Evelyn has mapped out our time pretty well for dishes over the past few years And so she always has a little schedule. Once we make them and time it out, she has a little schedule on the island and we just check things off as we go. So she's really, she's helped organize that for us. Because it's all about the timing. Evelyn, that's so helpful that you map that out.
0: Yep, I do the same thing and then they know the times that they're going to be expected to help me in the kitchen. And it, it really... Has it's become... really fun. It is fun. And I, I can picture you sitting on the counter with me in your cute little apron with the spatula in your mouth. <laughs> so who is really wonderful at helping with our turkey? Ryder. Yes, Ryder. <laughs> and me. Yeah, Ryder loves all things animals. And really? so it has to be his job. And he does yep. an amazing job of rubbing it with like, okay. the lemon butter and, and the herbs. And I do it, mm-hmm. too. And of course, we have to make the turkey dance a little bit right yeah
1: mm-hmm. I mean, the turkey dance and we put like lemon mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: apples and onions and herbs onion yes but they're cooked mm-hmm. okay good and if i take the time to put on fun mm-hmm. music just a, something sweet in the background i think it helps set the tone for the whole day and i find i'm it does it does, right? We just love to be in the kitchen so much more when we've we got. We play Michael Gubley. Michael Gubley Christmas is one of our favorite holidays. So, yeah. yes. This well, we just had snow on Halloween. Ready? I feel like when that first snow hits, it's permission yes. to enter into all things Christmas. I I totally agree. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I
1: just decorated my room.
2: Yes, like, Eva decorated. Yeah, last night. Right? Yeah. yeah. She put up her little mini tree. So, where we're at, fall lasts for a long time. There's still leaves on and they're beautiful. But when we lived where you're at, same thing. When that snow hit, I was ready for all things Christmas.
0: Uh-huh. We often decorate our Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving. If we're, yes, that works oh. well for us. I'm sure there have been some years that if we're traveling, maybe we do it beforehand. But a tradition I heard of a couple of years ago that I started is to give each child an ornament after Thanksgiving dinner. And oh, that's a great uh, idea. Yeah, that's really sweet. Hobby Lobby always has such great deals on ornaments. Any guests that are joining us as we find an ornament for everyone and something that made me think of them. We're not going over the top with gifts and everything. Mm-hmm. The focus is yeah. still on the Lord and his blessings to us, but it's a neat kickoff too.
2: I love that idea. That is such a sweet idea. Evelyn and I got ourselves in a, a little preseason excitement yesterday. We went out shopping, and Eva said, Mom, what if we had a little tiny mini tree for the countertop?
1: And the so kitchen. in the
2: kitchen. So we found these little ornaments that are butter sticks. And then little wooden stir spoons that will put ribbon on and use as ornaments. And that, that will be it.
1: <laughs> That's so cute. How so? We are dangerous together at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <It's bad. laughs> That's
0: true. It's, I know. And they do the you know, the 50% off or the 60% off. And then it, and they're beautifully made. The yeah. ornaments are so pretty. My grandpa O'Malley, he's a Betsy's father. He passed away before I was born, but. I'm told that every Thanksgiving, he would read Psalm 103. And he had a wonderful, deep voice. He was a coach of many sports. So my mom will always say, I can hear my dad's voice saying, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. But I would love to share that right now, some of those verses, because obviously that's the point of everything that we're doing here. It may be a delicious holiday. It's beautiful, and it's a fun, special time with family, but we want it all to point back to the Lord and His goodness and neighbor upon us. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. And then it ends with, Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Some years I've even taken brown wrapping paper and covered the table with that and then writing blessings on our table that we think of. And that's really special. Or I've made a tree on our wall and have the kids all month fill out different things that they're thankful for. And we try to get as many leaves on the tree as possible. And we try not to repeat anything. And I think it's it is a wonderful month to focus on Obviously, we want gratitude to be something we're doing all year, but to train them to have eyes to see the goodness of the Lord all around them. So it, I think before the busyness of the Christmas season kicks in, it is a nice time to reset our hearts about what yes. it's all
2: about, which we have so much. Um, and then head into Advent and Christmas. It's just a nice reset.
0: We also love to play games as a family.
1: I am. When we're all waking up, we get donuts and then we watch the Macy's Day Parade. That's and we great. look through Black Friday Deal magazines. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, we do. We, we do have the Macy's parade on while we're prepping in the very beginning. And- yes. Thank you so much for joining us. It's really special to hear about your
0: different traditions and the ways that you've brought Evelyn along in the process over the years. And I can tell that. She's such a blessing and a help because she's been allowed that opportunity. Yes, And I'm really excited to try those cinnamon rolls. So thank you for sharing about that. Wonderful. Thanks.
2: Yes, you all too. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Just
0: a heads up, we won't be releasing an episode the day before Thanksgiving, but we will have a bonus Thanksgiving devotional episode coming later this week. You may even want to play that for your family, or you may just want to listen to it to prepare your own heart to worship the Lord this Thanksgiving. Don't forget that the recipes we shared are in the show notes, and also... Did you like our podcast? Give a review. We know you're busy, Mama, so we are truly grateful you joined us for this episode of Again. If you're looking for more information about building your home on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Head to www.entrustedministries.com to learn more about our study for moms, Entrusted with a Child's Heart. This scripture-saturated study has blessed families around the world, and we want it for you too. Before you go, I want to pray this benediction over you from 2 Thessalonians one 11 through 11-12. We're rooting for you. To this end, we always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Until we meet again.